Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us now is SEN cricket expert Barat Sundarason. Welcome to the run home, Barat. Hi, Barat. Yeah, hello, guys. Thank you for having me on. Happy New Year. Happy New Year Happy to you, New too. Year An to absolute you pleasure too. having you on. Tell what's going on in the world of cricket, mate. Well, uh, not much, actually, uh, except the, the mystery of who's going to be the next yeah. test opener for Australia. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a proper whodunit, right? I mean, uh, in the reverse, though. Like, okay. uh, who will do it, I guess. Uh, and, uh, that's a better way of putting it. Uh, and looks like um, Steve Smith uh, is the front runner to wow. take over from David Warner. I mean, there's a bit of irony in that as well. Um, as we head towards that first test against the West Indies at the Adelaide Oval next week. Well, mm. I was saying to uh, Bozer before the show, if Steve Smith wants it, surely <laughs> Steve Smith gets it. And he came out and said he wants the challenge. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not sure about that. I don't like to fix things if they're not broken. I don't think he's he's sort of, you know in any way playing that bad you know, to stay no, where he is. Badly, and there yeah. are specialist openers who have been piling on the runs at the only level of cricket that they can do besides test cricket. I don't think, with all due respect to the West Indies, I'd like to hear what Barat thinks about this. I don't think it will make a, a great deal of difference against the West Indies, no. but it will against India. It will against England. It mm. will against South Africa and possibly yep. New Zealand. Yep. So even if you went with Steve Smith right now, I think it would be fine. Wherever he got out, they're still going to win these test matches. But if you're looking long-term, I would go rather go for a specialist opener who, you know, who's, who's been piling on the runs uh, in, in anticipation of this retirement and to get into the Australian test team. Barat, what's your thoughts? No, it's a very fair thought. And, uh, you know, the opening in cricket has been a specialist position for such a long time. Yeah. Uh, like with wicket-keeping, like with maybe being the the spinner, in especially in these conditions, the sole spinner. Uh, that that makes sense, what, what, what you spoke about. I mean, the likes of Cameron Bancroft, who's mm. been scoring uh, heavy runs in shield cricket. And there's also Marcus Harris, who's been with the side for so many years now as a reserve opener. And then you have Matt Renshaw as well. Uh, but I guess what the Australian selectors and the team management seem keen on is making sure that their top, the best six batters in the country, according to them, uh, uh, get a go. Uh, they and which means Cameron Green comes back into this side, and with Mitchell Marsh having um, uh, taken over that number six role from Cam, uh, and having had a great run at it. I mean, he could easily have been player of the series against Pakistan. Um, it looks like the only way they can slot Cameron Green in is either make him open. Uh, looks like Manus Labushain has been very clear about not wanting to do that job. Um, or And that was the thing. They, they were looking for an option to put bring Cam Green in. And suddenly from nowhere, Steve Smith says, ah, you know what, I'll go up top so that you can play Cam Green. Hmm. Uh, so I think it, it this option might have just fallen into the selectors' laps. Uh, 
Uh, and it looks like, at least for now, they might go ahead with it. But I also kind of look at uh, the whole opening position uh, differently going forward. Maybe, look, maybe the team management has said that, like, okay, we want to pick the top six batters. And going forward, we can kind of play around with that opening position, depending on where we are. We saw Travis Head open in India last year. Uh, and it looks pretty pretty clear that in the subcontinent, they want to use Travis Head at the top of the order. Uh, and, and so on and so forth. Like, you know, open with, say, Steve Smith in the first innings. And if it's a run chase and you want to score runs quickly, put Head in there or Marsh in there, whoever. So maybe that's the era we are heading towards where, uh, the specialist opener is maybe not so specialist. Mm. I don't mind it. But I was reading somewhere, Barat, and I can't, re- can't remember to, to give them credit for it, but apparently the higher Steve Smith bats up the order and the huh. earlier he gets in during an innings, the higher his average is. So mm. is this playing into his strengths? Uh, I can tell you exactly uh, where that comes from. That's when Manas Labushen spoke to me and Adam Collins uh, for there SCN after the after the Sydney test. Yeah, Barat, and, uh, he knew that. He just didn't want to give you credit. He told me, so I'm not giving Barat credit for I this. I read it on the SCN Instagram. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of give and take in our little industry, isn't there? So, uh, I think... Uh, that that's where that stat came from, and look, okay. it, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and and also the, the I think Steve Smith averages over 100 every time he's walked out to bat within the first two overs or something like that. Look, that's the beauty of with numbers, right? You can prove and disprove whatever you want depending yeah, on the size yeah, yeah. of the you sit on. Yeah, but I think it, it really does come down to Steve Smith, like you know, someone with his seniority saying, "Look, I want to do it." And both Pat Cummins and Andrew McDonald. Didn't seem 100% convinced at that point. Brad Cummins said what you just said, which mm. is not uh, in, I mean, he didn't use those words, but he spoke about not wanting to mend something which is not broken. But uh, yeah, I mean, with Steve Smith, the way, uh, where he is in his career in Australia right now, looking for that opener and, like I said, to play the top six batters in the side and bring Cam Green back, uh, this could just work out. Because number four is also a position where Cam Green has been most comfortable with. Uh, and there, it does make a difference, right? And number six, he's at mm. times looked a little out of position, having to bat with the tail that he's not mm. had any experience with. Now that that is sorted with Mitch Marsh, maybe mm. Cam Green at number four, that could be more the long-term option rather than maybe. Steve Smith at the yeah. top. Well, I would have thought, I mean, I mean, especially in test cricket, your best batsmen are normally three and four. But uh, Barat, explain to the non-cricket fanatics now what's coming up after the Pakistan series. We've got... Is it a two-test series against the West Indies? And when are the uh, ODIs and the 2020s as well? Uh, no, for sure, uh, the West Indies will be playing two test matches. They, in fact, play a warm-up game starting tomorrow uh, here in Adelaide at the Karen Rolton Oval. So uh, the West Indies squad has an interesting squad. There are seven uncapped players. So mm-hmm. we'll have a minimum of three debutants in that first test, which starts at the Adelaide Oval next week on the 17th. And then we go to the Gabba for a pink ball test. Uh, so it's moved around a little bit. Generally, as you know, the day-night test mm-hmm. comes to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And that's followed by uh, three ODIs and three T20Is. I think the spread between Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra. Uh, I think the T20s are in uh, Melbourne, Adelaide, and there's even one in Hobart. So yeah. Yeah, everybody gets a go at the West Indies. But um, who will show up the West for the West Indies? Nobody seems to know. And no more Pakistan. So that they're done for the summer. They're done for the summer. They're okay. headed off to New Zealand. Uh, for some white ball cricket. So it's Excellent. just the West Indies in terms of men's cricket anyway. There, there is a, a women's test match at the, the WACA, which between Australia and South Africa later this month, or okay. next month, I think. Excellent. Yeah. Right. Um, I've been hearing some whispers. Bozzy, you might have heard these as well. What? That potentially Dave Warner's baggy green wasn't misplaced by Qantas. Hmm. Maybe 
couple of options I've heard. You have to concentrate on the scan. Yeah, yeah, look, I've got my tinfoil hat on. I've heard, I've heard two different rumours. No, but wasn't I on with you that day when it first broke and I told yeah. you, you watch, you'll find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the yeah. two rumours I'm hearing are... Does it matter? Rumour one, he left it... Well, because he sprayed Qantas in an all-time Instagram post. <laughs> wow. gave them okay. Gave them one of the great sprays. And then Chappelle Corby jumped on and she said, well, I've got stories of my own with Qantas. <laughs> So oh, wow. Qantas copped a PR battering that yeah. day. He's got 10 million followers okay. on social media. So yeah. when he says something, you know, wow, yeah. Qantas stock They're going to vote for him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. So I heard two rumors, Brad. I don't know if you've, if you've heard these. Rumor one was that he simply left it in his hotel room. Hmm. The hotel found it, sent it up to him. Rumor two was that one of the other players played a little bit of a prank hmm. and hid his backpack with the baggy greens. Yeah. Have, have you heard any, either of those, Brad? Uh, I mean, the the player one, obviously, I think got floated around when Mitchell Marsh joked about, like he always does, uh, about having been the the, the, the culprit. But I, I don't think, just because I, I, knowing how much they value the baggy cream uh, and no other reason, I would be very surprised if one of the players were pulling a prank on him because it's the baggy green. If yeah. it was, say, anything yeah. else, maybe... Very safe, like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, it is, especially from an Australian perspective. Yeah. Some other teams, maybe it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, yeah, the hotel ones, just it just seems like uh, someone misplaced the bag because it, it, the mystery is they looked at CCTV cameras. If it's gone out and it's come back in, um, I mean, did the did the thief, if there was one, <laughs> find a heart <laughs> in all of this? And it, Mind you, uh, w- once it came out, eh, Barat, and I told you this when that, when that first day, once it came out, Barat, if, that's what I'm saying to you. So if you were to put it back, you're going to put it back in a way that no one can see you. Because all, <laughs> you're going to be, yeah? Yeah? But, uh, yeah? Well, it just miraculously turned up at his hotel then in the next place. I told you, once I saw those, say who delivered once it. I saw those pictures of him sleeping next to it, uh, he deserved to have it stolen. It's <laughs> as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we, we spoke about um, the West Indies. You spoke about the debutants for the for the test, but realistically, they they're going to be more of an issue in the when I say more of an issue, more of a challenge for Australia in the one days in the twenty twenties. How do you see the, those two uh, little sets of games playing out with the Windies? Yeah, I mean, generally T20 cricket, uh, you know, one-day cricket, well, they didn't even qualify for the 50-year World Cup, did they? Mm. And again, with the West Indies, it's a case of what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, we know the the test squad, like I said, seven uncapped players. Uh, the one-day and T20 squads haven't been announced yet. But again, they'll depend on, they'll also clash with a lot of these T20 leagues, which are happening all around the world. Mm. Um, some of the key players like Jason Holder and Kyle Mayers have said no to central contracts, which... Uh, again, I think it'll, it'll, like we've seen with other countries as well, uh, who are not India, England and Australia, uh, a lot of those decisions might be taken by not so much by the West Indies cricket board, but uh, more by the, the franchises that some of these big name players uh, represent. But hopefully for, for, for from an Australian public sake, some of their main white ball players do show up mm. because when they do, it, it, it will make for a good contest. Yeah, it uh, otherwise, it could well be, you know, I don't see Australia tinkering around with their uh, with their test team. Uh, but if I think they'll also wait and see who the West Indies send. It could well be a, a bunch of players uh, who could get a, a get a go who you wouldn't have expected to even from an Australian perspective if it is to go that way. But look, it's a, there's a T20 World Cup coming up. Yep. So Australia won't take that format lightly. But, you know, they are one-day champions. So maybe they might rest some players. And Bharat, the more and more we, we, we all study the cricket and what's going on with the amount of games and the amount of different variety of games, the, the bigger... The, the the whisper becomes a roar about having a, a stable calendar. Have you had, had time to think about if they were to have much more of a stable calendar, the video, 
how you would go about or do you think right this moment in time the ICC are doing basically what they can to satisfy everyone? Uh, no, they are. They're scrambling, aren't they? And not just the ICC, but uh, the member boards as well. And that—that that is the ICC, right? Made up of the member boards. Mm. I guess going forward, the and I've said this before, the only option uh, is uh, with these franchise owners getting more and more power behind the scenes, uh, is at some point to stop looking at them uh, as the enemy and uh, or as the uh, look at the T20 leagues as as the enemy and kind of sit together on the table and find yeah. separate windows for international cricket and the uh, look there already seems to be a, a window for the IPL mm. uh, and similarly because of the spread of the IPL franchise owners buying leagues and buying teams elsewhere you might just have to find those kind of windows um, well a lot of traditionalists will not uh, appreciate that idea uh, but I think the only way forward is is together if we have to preserve our sport to any semblance of what we knew it to be uh, mm. or like you know what we became fans of at the start yeah Good point. Brat, uh, I want to get a prediction off you for this Windies test series before you go. I'll give you my own first. This is one where Australia, they just pump up those batting averages. Bozza. Mm. Okay. This is like Steve Smith, 300 runs, you know, Usman Khawaj. If they get knocked over for under 100, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to tell Mark oh, I'm going to put this on social this media is, and everything. This is, yeah. this is a bloodbath coming. Uh, do you agree, Brat? Well, we saw uh, a sort of bloodbath last year in that sense. Romanus made about 500 runs in two tests and Steve Smith couldn't stop scoring runs. In fact, the middle order didn't even get a go. Uh, I think Travis Head made a big 100 as well in front of his home crowd. Uh, so, yeah, and that was against a West Indies team with some known players. This is a complete... And again, it's such a lottery team that you don't know. Maybe there will be some talents that nobody's heard of who are special talents. There's one guy, uh, Alec Athenes, who uh, a lot of people think uh, is the future of West Indies cricket. Now, now if, if you know, let, let's see how he goes. He's played a couple of test matches, left-hander. Uh, if he is the future of test cricket, I think maybe how he how well he goes or how well he, or how he doesn't go in the series will, will tell us a lot about the future of West Indies cricket itself. So, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it looks like a, like one-way traffic. And especially if Australia do play with their full-strength team, which they will. Um, yeah, a lot of runs to be scored. Manus looked really good in that Sydney test. He, he said he wants to make up for 2023. And he wouldn't get a better opportunity to do that against this West Indies team this mm -hmm. early in the year. Got a question here for you, Brat, just quickly before you go. Uh, who's best equipped? to open versus a hooping ball in New Zealand next month. Ergo, who has the superior technique in the UK and is most compatible with Usman? Bondi Jack reckons it's Renshaw. Mm. Look, I think I would like the squad is going to be announced later today. And I have a feeling Renshaw will be, and we are reading as well, Renshaw will be in the squad. Because I think they look at Renshaw as someone who can bat in the middle order and go up the top and bats better against spin than the other two options. Um, yeah, at, at the moment, it looks more like it will be Steve Smith, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he's got a great record in England, so we're not going to England for another three years. But um, yeah, I mean, it could well be Steve Smith. But yeah, I mean, of those three specialist openers, uh, I have always been in favor of Matt Renshaw as well, uh, personally. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, if he's in the squad, then uh, it'll just make for a, a little more interesting discussions before that first is, which is all good. We, we are not complaining at all. More to write about. Hmm. And Brat, can we catch you on the coverage uh, for SEN for this West Indies Test Series? Absolutely, you can. Uh, well, in fact, we'll I'm, calling, uh, <laughs> I'm calling the practice game as well starting tomorrow. 
uh, on on the cricket.com website. So yeah, good fun. I'm I'm doing it also to get 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 to know some of these West Indian cricketers who we haven't heard of before. So yep, I'll be there in Adelaide and then traveling. I've I'll got a few for you. Brisbane. Yeah, Joel Garner. Yeah. Viv Richards, <laughs> Gordon Greenwich, Desmond Hay. <laughs> All right, we'll be listening to you, Brad. You better be spot on or else I'm calling in. Yeah? Oh, fair enough, mate. Like, right. uh, you're on. All right, done. <laughs> done. All right, thanks Thank for joining us, Brad. <laughs>